Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? (laughs) No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, busy mom. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time here, I'm so glad that you're here to listen. My name is Paige Killian, and I have an absolute passion for helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life. And I help you do it in three simple steps. So today I want to do that very thing and sort of talk about what it's going to look like for back to school preparation oh my goodness, what on earth is this upcoming year and future years going to look like for our kids who are starting back to school? So I'm actually recording this episode in July and I am just anticipating uh, with all of these new outbreaks coming and so many more tests coming back positive. First of all, I am sincerely hoping and praying that your family and uh, friends too are safe and well. This is a crazy time. And so what does that look like going forward for us? I just want to say that whenever I decided to record this episode, it was truly honestly to kind of be like a conversation today. Usually I come with my three simple (laughs) steps and my tips for organizing certain spaces. Last week we talked about actually possibly tackling that yard sale. If you have been doing lots of purging while you've been at home and getting some ROI for some of the things you've invested in over time that just aren't working for you anymore. 
I have talked about organizing your refrigerator, your pantry in those early days of the podcast. I look forward to talking about organizing your closet coming up. And I actually will have uh, some special guests weigh in on that as well. And so with all of that, I thought, you know, I want to break and I want to have a bit more of a conversation because I've been on the phone with a lot of my girlfriends talking about how we're going to do this. Are some of us going to be staying home with our kids the entire year and homeschooling? Did that work out for you? Did you guys actually enjoy that? Did you, did you find that there was some silver lining, uh, some beautiful moments maybe you had with your kids that you wouldn't have if they were in school? Or was it completely stressful or maybe somewhere in the middle? I think for me, it was somewhere in the middle. And I, I really look forward to, even though we're, we're hearing about, like I said, lots more of these cases coming back out as I record this in July, we look to the future and we really just do the best we can to make decisions that are going to keep our family and ourselves safe. And that is going to be super personal to everyone. So I am definitely not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do about that. Just like I wouldn't want you to tell me what I should and shouldn't do because it's so personal. What are we going to do that's going to work best for our family? Well, if we do talk about the three E's and apply them to this situation, I would just suggest the purge, my essential that I always start with whenever I'm getting organized, whether that has to do with a space, whether that has to do with a million things on your schedule, you're looking at your calendar and you're thinking, what is this school year going to look like for us? I always talk about it starting with the essential purge. So your essential could be something else. If that's something that you have already, if that's a step that you've already taken and you've decided to get rid of things in your home, get rid of things on your schedule, especially, you know, before you may have had constant things on the calendar for you or for your kids, extracurricular activities, after school tutors, after school programs that help with educational, or is it sports stuff or is it dance? Is it artwork? Is it something that your kids love, a passion of theirs that you're trying to give them classes on that? What's that going to look like now? I know that a lot of schools are not even offering lots of things that they did before. So I think that this is a great time right before you start back to school to prepare. And I would say that as almost always, like I said, it would be with the purge. So I know one of the things that we did at the end of the school year last year was that my Isabel, uh, she goes to a private school where they have uniforms. My Duke does too. But for the girls in particular, when they leave third grade, which she finished third grade at the end of last year, they go into fourth grade wearing skirts with their uniforms. So no more jumpers. So the first thing we did, well, we, when we knew that we weren't going to go back to school, uh, it's actually before school was out. We got rid of all of her jumpers. We gave those as hand-me-downs to some friends of ours. So what might that look like for you? Whether you are having uniforms or you guys have kiddos who can wear whatever they want, or if you're going to have them stay at home, for the beginning or the duration of the school year now and do homeschool there with you, what kind of clothing do you guys really need? Now, this is kind of funny because how many of us have been living in pajamas? I am currently 
recording this episode in my pajamas with a sweatshirt on top. So I just have gotten really real about the things that are in my closet and what I haven't worn this whole time. Now, look, I want to stay optimistic and think that we will be able to get back together and have those fun family functions, have those great school events in the future. But I don't really foresee that happening in the same way that it did before. So do we need to have a lot of the clothing that we had before that maybe has just kind of been put on hold in our drawers, in our closets right now? I do look forward to doing more talking about how to organize the closet. But for now, I just want to stick with purging some of the clutter or some of the unused stuff. And that could be closet related for your kids with their clothes. That could be toys or activities that you guys realized being at home this whole time, this might've been the perfect opportunity for you to use those things. And you just didn't. What about school supplies? Did you have enough whenever you guys came home and started homeschooling? Did you have to go out and buy a lot of things? Well, I would really like to encourage you that as you are looking through these things, figure out which things could go back to school with them or which things you could hold on to if you are homeschooling, and then really find a way to get rid of what you just are not going to be using. So for example, this could be notebooks. This could be file folders. Perhaps it's time to say goodbye to a ton of their work that maybe you wanted to hold on to that they did in their last homeschool phase if they're going back to work back to work I hope that some of you parents are getting to go back to work um, but as the kids go back to school is what I meant to say so I remember deciding that I wanted to hang on to a few bits of artwork papers that maybe my Isabel wrote whereas Duke did some of the larger artwork pieces as really a memory this is going to be a moment in our history that none of us forgets and I do think that it would be cool to have some things remain and stay in their memory box. But I also think that it's not necessary to keep all of that stuff. And because you were the teacher, most likely you had a whole lot more work at home than you ever saw when they were actually in school because some of the things were turned into the teachers and they may never have gotten them back again. Some of them might, but I would imagine that you probably have a lot more schoolwork at home that maybe wasn't something that you were having to figure a way to organize before. So just get really serious about the purge and decide what things you really want to hang on to for perhaps those memories, such a historical moment, and then things that you just want to say goodbye to. And don't feel guilty about that, all right? If that was difficult for you to let go of, I'm just going to say it's okay to let go of these things. It's fine. There's going to be plenty of work that comes your way that you can hang on to in the future if you really want to. So beyond that, an enhancement. Let's see. Maybe this is the time that you and whoever else is in charge of your kiddos. So if that's your spouse, if that is uh, grandparents who are chipping in to help out with you right now, if that's nannies or sitters who maybe before were helping out so much more, and maybe on the onset of school coming back, you might need them again because you have decided it's safe to go back to work and for them to go back to school. I would just say that communication would be massively, massively huge at this time. Not that it wasn't before, but I think because things change so much right now and we just really don't know what tomorrow looks like, 
I think communication is going to be a huge key in being really flexible and prepared for whatever you hear about that comes your way. I mean, let's face it. We could think, all right, we're back in school. The kids are fine. Mostly kids at this time are not seen as the ones who are most susceptible to getting coronavirus. But at the same time, we have to think about our teachers who are going to be teaching these little ones of ours. And what happens if some of the staff gets infected and then they have to shut the school down? I think that's really where this communication is going to be so important and the willingness to be flexible because at any moment, and again, I think people all over the world are just going to have to understand that this is what it's like right now. This is our reality. Uh, I think it's going to be really incredibly important to be willing to change and not allow that to stress us out so much because we just have to be more flexible than we ever have been. Now, it's no secret I've shared often on this podcast that I definitely have anxiety. I would say I suffer from that. I have OCD tendencies, which actually makes me a pretty great organizer <laughs> simply because I really want to make things look nice for you. I want there to be the form and the function if I'm coming into your home and helping you out with that. I do the same in my own home as well. But guess what? That means that I can be a total stress case if I cannot prepare ahead of time. If I don't feel like I know what's coming, I'm not the best at being surprised. I love surprising other people, but I don't always handle surprises very well. And so that's really hard for me. And even if you were not an anxious person before all of this, just the uncertainty could really put you in that position now where we just don't know what's going to happen. You know, I think I'll say I took it for granted. I took for granted that I knew I could drop off my kiddos. Now, you know, a prepared mom always knows that you could get a phone call at any moment because one of your kids got sick or one of your kids, like my energetic boy, <laughs> might fall off of some playground equipment and break an arm. Oh yeah, that happened. So we totally know that, but at the same time, maybe we took for granted that we could drop them off and we could go to work. Or if you don't have an office that you go to, I know if you're a mom, that is a full-time job. And so you're going to be doing all the other things for home life and for other people because you are kind, wonderful, uh, generous people with your time. And so I know that you had plenty of things to do when the kids were in school. So again, I go back to just thinking that communication and really being flexible, knowing that that might actually be the best way to prepare for the uncertainty that's going to come with the school year. And then finally, I would say the extra. So this would be the third step. The extra is definitely not overbuying, overindulging. I don't want that to sound insensitive, but I don't know about you, but there were lots of moments when I felt like I was just trying to grab something quick and easy to eat, or maybe I would get out for that one shopping trip, uh, whether it was groceries or otherwise, hit up Target a couple of times during all of this. When we were sheltering at home, when you have that moment to actually get away, 
you sort of started to just grab everything you possibly could and, and bring everything home because you wanted to be prepared. I just wanted to caution you with that in this extra and, and being discerning whenever you decide to perhaps put new organization bins in place because maybe you are going to feel a lot more prepared this time if you start going to school and then it turns out we have to stop for a little bit, but you still got to keep up with your kids' school stuff. So maybe you want to get something as simple and compact as a rolling cart, a rolling art cart. I invested in one of these and it's so cute. It's simple. It's white, but they come in black and they come in gray and so many other colors. Plus, of course, you could paint them if you wanted to do your own special color. If you wanted to get one of those from the container store, Target sells these as well. Uh, I think even Michael's, they also sell them. I feel like that's the other place I saw them recently. And most certainly places like Amazon are going to have those that you could order. But just having a location that is simple and like I said, compact, that's what I love about the rolling art cart is that I actually could just roll it away into a closet whenever the kiddos weren't working. So that way it felt like on our weekends, we were rolling the schoolwork away and we got to make our home environment just that, just home, not school too. So that's something to consider going forward. If you've decided you are going to purchase some things going forward, whether you'll be homeschooling full-time or going back to school, we still need to be prepared that at any moment we could be told that what we're doing needs to change. And so I think that just making sure we're not bringing in too much into our space or even preparing too far ahead in the future on our schedules. I don't think there's any harm in putting some things on the calendar, but again, going back to that second step, the enhancement of really communicating well and being flexible, knowing that things could change. I think is something to always have in the back of our mind. And that too is going to help us with back to school preparation. So I'm going to keep it really short and sweet this time. That's honestly it. I wanted to open up this conversation because I think we're all kind of in the same boat where we're just unsure. I know at least in July, I'm a little unsure. And I think whenever this airs in August, I know lots of my Tennessee Friends usually have their kiddos going back to school sooner than we do in California. And so perhaps we'll have a little bit more time, but hopefully those three things, just making sure you're doing a good purge at home of your space and also your schedules and just taking things out that you are not using, that are not serving you, or that maybe don't look like things that you want to put on your calendar going forward until we know a little bit more about what's happening in the world. Additionally, that enhancement, your second step, is going to be really getting good at communicating with everyone around you. And that includes your kids too. So many schools uh, and churches have been putting out great resources for you to look up and find things that would be helpful in communicating with your kids. Um, I could drop something like that in the show notes that our school has provided. And I just think that this is definitely the time to be open and honest with them, not in a scary way, but just letting them know what's going on. Because after all, they might be walking into a school having to wear a mask all day and having to social distance from their friends that they are desperate to hug. So just 
knowing that stuff, communicating with each other, with teachers, with people who are helping out with your kids, with your spouses and your family members, and letting them know that just because the kids are going back to school doesn't mean we aren't still going to be trying to keep our family as safe and healthy as possible. And then really keeping that flexibility there at the forefront. And then finally, the extra, I just would suggest not bringing in too much stuff because in preparation for back to school in the past, it was really exciting to buy the new backpack and the new back to school clothes, or even if that's school uniforms and the new fun outfits they get to wear, or whether it's school supplies because your school required it, or they just requested that you had that available. Just be really mindful of what you're purchasing, of what you're bringing into your home. And if you are going to make some choices to organize your space and bring in some new bins that are going to simplify your life and make things convenient and helpful, I would highly recommend looking back at some of the old episodes and seeing those particular spaces. I know I did one about the temporary home office. This could be a good one to go back and re-listen to. And others just that share with different spaces that now that you've had some time to think about getting those purged and cleared out and tidy and then really serving you in the best way possible. And when we have too much stuff that we're bringing in, that can certainly become clutter and can only intensify those potential feelings of anxiety. So we don't want that. And I hope that these three simple steps will help you with going back to school and feeling more prepared. And as always, say some prayers. I will be saying some prayers for you and just hoping that all of this ends up turning out okay so that we can see all of our loved ones, our favorite people, the educators who worked so hard with us side by side last year who will be there with welcome smiles underneath their masks when our kids go back to school. So really sending lots of love and hope and prayers to you and your family. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.